This podcast is brought to you by Hulu Plus. Watch your favorite shows anytime, anywhere with Hulu Plus. On your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Shows like Family Guy, Once Upon a Time, New Girl, Scandal, and more. Right now you can try Hulu Plus free for two weeks when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Rooster Teeth. This show is sponsored by NatureBox. Order great tasting, healthy snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine and get in shape for summer with healthy, delicious treats like everything bagel sticks. Support this podcast and get 50% off your first month. Go to NatureBox.com slash Rooster Teeth. NatureBox.com slash Rooster Teeth. Best part of the show, the best part of the conversation before we even started the uh, show. That's not the best part of the conversation. It sounds like it was. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Bruce Chief Podcast. Mid-live, mid-discussion. We should do it the control room. This week, Gus. Barbara. Brandon. This is Bernie. And Gus. Double Gus to make up for lack of Gavin. Little Gavi couldn't make it tonight. Double Gus to make up for anything. He's double Gus every week. Double Gus is the best Gus. No, no. No. Your you never. I, did you ever answer the question that I asked you? With what is the closest you come to quitting Rich Teeth? Did you ever um, have an answer for that? I thought I did. Yeah, I don't think Gavin. Also, I don't think he ever came up with an an answer to the question that we try to figure out, which is things that are on the outside are always on the inside at some point. I never, <laughs> I never got him to fully explain what he meant there. So we'll have to come back when Gavin's back on the podcast. What's going on? Why is it red eye looking? flights? Oh, red eye flights. What's my answer? Red eye flights. Oh, that's right. Oh. Yeah. Thanks, Kara. That's wow. a good memory. Fucking Kara. Awesome. I, I should I should take her around me everywhere I go. Oh, Marielle. Thanks, Marielle. Forget Kara. Never mind Kara. <laughs> the girl Get who's out been here. here for like a month knows. Marielle knows everything. Um, Pay attention. So we, we were talking before the podcast about The Simpsons. Because <laughs> apparently yeah. we don't talk. <laughs> ever. A, the, the, that every Simpsons ever marathon is going on right now on FXX where they play every episode of The Simpsons back to back. 552 episodes. And they started like in the middle of the week. started like on a Wednesday or a Thursday. Well, that's fascinating. And I couldn't figure out why they started. In the middle of the week instead of on the weekend. Then when I got to the weekend, I realized why. It's like they timed it so all the best episodes played on the weekend. It's like, like was it got, seasons four through six? Right. They got like the early yeah. shit out of the way. And then the weekend was just solid awesome. And then like even towards the end of the weekend, Sunday night was like, okay, starting to get a little iffy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice Homer's voice changing or does it just change like that? It's, it gets gradual. Really? Yeah. And the animation style too. Yeah. And, and the way the characters are written. Homer in the first season is like – Abusive to Bart, like he's choking him out all yeah. the time. I don't, he doesn't really do that. He in later kind of seasons. progresses the same way as Caboose, where he gets dumber and dumber as each season. It happens. Listen, audiences <laughs> like dumb stuff, yeah, and they respond to the dumb stuff, and so you write more dumb stuff, and it's just a natural progression. Joel and I used to argue about who made Caboose dumber. He blamed me. Nope. Well, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he just started so, sounding dumber. I just started basing Caboose on stuff Joel was actually doing. So. <laughs> Someone immediately noticed your that you shaved. Oh yeah. I had to, I did a thing this week where I had to shave. I noticed so. two minutes ago, even though I've been looking at you all day. She, she literally, she's been in my office, just staring directly at me all day. It's been so, super creepy. So we were talking about the Simpsons thing. Sorry to go Your back mouth here. Is higher and uh, <laughs> you, uh, you mentioned that there was a James Lipton thing <laughs> where like all the the cast members just spoke in their in their character voices. Well, um, I know I watched. That's the- like train monkey bullshit. Sorry. It, it, it was literally like. Going to each character or each actor, not asking them anything about the show, at least in the first section, I believe, and then just getting them to do each one of their voices, and it felt so awkward. And I think the actress who played Marge, she used to be on the Tracy Ullman show. I can't remember her name. No. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Nancy. Yes. Yeah, Nancy. I'll look it up. I got a She just left. She just left while they were doing the show, Pardon? and I think she has a reputation for. Not really doing a lot of public experience, was she, mm-hmm. she uh, felt, public appearances, but she felt awkward or something. Or I felt awkward because it felt like it, it just it it felt so superficial, 
I mean, I enjoyed it though. I enjoyed seeing her, like the actresses do Bart and Lisa. But the voice of uh, Marge Simpson is Julie Kavner, and I do not. Yeah, where are you getting Nancy from? Uh, they were all they were uh, all at one point on the Tracy Ullman show. That's where the Simpsons yeah. started, right? So she's an actress, according to IMDb. <laughs> so congratulations! It's amazing how few people do so many voices on that show. Yeah, it's like Hank Azaria does a ton of them. Yep. And, uh, even Dan Castellaneta does a huge yeah, number a of, uh, of Perry voices. Shear. Harry Shearer, yeah, yep. yeah. The other day, I was I was trying to when I was watching the marathon, I thought to myself, I wonder who voices Mr. Burns. It's like, oh, Harry Shearer should have known that. Yeah, because you know, it's mm-hmm. like almost every other voice. And you get to hear that on the on the on the video. It's it's fun. It's just I felt bad for for the actors. It, I, I don't know about you, but whenever I watch anything like a like what's a movie from your childhood? E.T. E.T. That's a good one. What's one from your childhood? Yeah, Jurassic pretty- Park. What? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Like when you, every now and then you just watch. Movies are important to you from your childhood, uh-huh. and then I always do the same thing. I'm like, "What happened to that person right there? <laughs> yeah. What happened to that person? Go look them up on IMDb. They made ET. They made like two movies after that. You can tell they were kind of mediocre choices. They made like Alien Friend, which is kind of like ET. Yeah. They kind of did that. They tried to go back to that well, and then they made like some random thing like The House on Duncan Street, <laughs> and then they're gone. I love The House on Duncan Street. If you ask me what the movie from my childhood was going to be, The House on Duncan Street, my favorite and you house. Go that scene in the bathroom, man, chilling to this day. Yeah, and when you watch, you're like, what happened to Old Man Duncan? And you're like, I'm going to look him up. Dead 1985. Did you see that thing they posted on Reddit of the actors from Back to the Future? You know how they age them? I think it's 30 years or something. It's to the modern 85 time. To and now it's it's actually been 30 years since that movie has come out. And they actually showed what the makeup looked like versus what the actors looked like 30 years later. Some yeah. of them's pretty close. Like the guy who plays Biff. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. He's gained weight. His hair's all gray and... You know, well, how they, they manage to guess that? <laughs> it's crazy. Right? I'm gonna pack on a couple. Yeah, but the uh, uh, the Back to the Future. It was 1985 was the year they started. He went 30 years in the past to 55, and then he went 30 years forward to 2015. So we're just about to the point in the future where Marty McFly went. We've gone back to the future. We're now getting back to the future, and it's like Learning. nothing is the same. Yeah. Although I did see a photo on um, the guys that run Filthy Casual. They came to RTX. Yeah. Um, it's Mike and Jay, right? I don't know. Yeah, and so they they had a, a photo up. One of them had tweeted a photo. I forget which one it was. And they had, like, fluorescent lighted sunglass visors on. And I thought, that's – if I saw – and they were arm wrestling in a bar <laughs> at night. And I thought, that's exactly what I would expect a, fu- a future photo from 2014 to look like when I was in, like, 1985. This is what – I'm going to see if I can find that photo. That's, that photo sounds fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to mention this thing here in front of us real fast. Uh, over the weekend, I saw that uh, Austin Beer Works was uh, advertising that they had, they had this 99-pack of beer on sale. And I had a, a conversation with JJ about it. And uh, I, a few weeks ago, I bumped into the delivery driver out at the HEB here by the studio. So this morning, he emailed me and was like, hey, do you want one of those 99-packs? <laughs> I was like, absolutely. It you is- offered to bring me 99 beers? The most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's in awesome. My life. It's a great marketing campaign. Of course. I've seen this thing everywhere. They only made 99 of them, and there's 99 beers in it. I, I knew what it was uh, before I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Very incredible. Funny. I knew what it was when I, before I saw it, but not before I saw it today. The first time I saw it today, Gus was just like holding it with one arm, and I was like, holy no, shit. No, he wasn't. Gus is so strong. I internally made a bet with myself. It was empty. I internally made a bet with myself of how long it would take for Blaine to show up and try to lift the whole thing by himself. 
My guess was 7.21 p.m. He showed up at 7.16 p.m. and did it. So I lost. I was on a shoot this weekend, and Blaine was the first to take his shirt off. But by the end of it, there were eight dudes there, and I was the only one without a shirt. You mean with a shirt? What the fuck were you doing? <laughs> you were the only one without a shirt? Or Sorry, no, no. I was the only one with the shirt. I was the only one with my shirt on. <laughs> wow, that is an amazing shot. You gotta get a shot of that. Weak piece of shit. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I gotta the cardboard it. is so like long, I can't get it to go the whole oh, way. Oh, please. You're used to dealing with Fold long in the things. middle. I've been in the bathroom with you after a podcast. Ooh. That's an amazing amount of beer. Are any of them cold? Thank you. Oh, yeah, they're all cold. How'd you get them all cold? Ooh. What oh, refrigerator's gonna, what refrigerator's gonna fit that? They're not all cold. I hate to ruin the, the illusion. Only, oh. only some of them are cold. Mm. You think it, how long do you think it would take four of us to work our way through this whole thing? I was wondering that. I was wondering... That's like a case each. Basically. If everyone in this building tried to drink this whole thing in an hour and a half, could we? If everyone who's here right now... In this building? We have 80 people in this building. No, but there's not 80 people here right now. Oh. Let's try it. (laughs) We have an hour. The problem is that uh, some of them are warm. So? I don't know. That doesn't stop people. fucking animals. Free beer. Free warm beer. You kidding me? Boo-hoo. I feel so weird Um, sitting on this side of the couch. So, you know, last week I talked about how I got anxiety about my peace dream. When peeing next to people just so stupid. in public bathrooms. And sure enough, last week I had a meeting downtown. I went to the meeting with Matt. And after the meeting was done, I, mean, I, was like, sure I, I got to go to the bathroom. Matt goes, oh, me too. He fucking got in the stall right <laughs> next to me. And as we're peeing, he's like, how's your stream, huh? Matt's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, a son of a bitch, ditch, dude. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Did that on purpose. But we have like a culture of, of one person per bathroom. Like since forever. And then now we have these bathrooms that uh, occupy multiple people, and I'm just like, I want to lock it. I'm gonna have like occupy multiple people. I want to have like five stalls to myself. I'm (laughs) curious to see what the new bathrooms are like in terms of how many people are in there at one time, because Uh, it looks big. There's showers. I'm I'm hesitant to use it. Yeah. Yeah. What I forget. I think you told us. What's the the women's room over there like? Is it two stalls or three stalls? Two stalls, but it's so small that. Like, you're literally right up against the other person in the other mm. stall. So when someone else comes in... It's a bathroom. It's awkward. You guys are always complaining about stuff. It's a bathroom. Yeah, it's a bathroom. You gotta fucking take a shit there. You gotta <laughs> do your business. You want some, you want some comfort. I'm a little upset. The head bungal- down. The, let's Stay talk. focused. The bungalow... The, the toilet paper quality in the bungalow has slipped. <laughs> it is barely <laughs> acceptable at this point. Is I don't know who ply? I need to call out about this. What? One ply? No, it's two ply. I mean, it's like in quotes. <laughs> it's like, I guess there's two ply here. But this is like, this is getting really borderline. I always I, know. I don't know. Like someone's getting it from like an office supply store because it's like Uline brand toilet paper. Like you can't buy this shit in the store. Like there's like a service that, that, that ships you the shitty toilet paper. So, like scrape your ass. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with it. If there was a period, where was it? I think it was, was it in the Buta office be where I had to start resort. Do you remember this? Bernie, in the Buta office, I think I had to start hiding toilet paper. No, because you're a mental patient. That's why. <laughs> because people, nobody else would buy toilet paper for the office. So I'd always keep an emergency roll in my desk knowing <laughs> that it would run out eventually and I'd have all the power because I'd be the only one with toilet paper left. I would have and all the power. Sure enough, it would happen every, almost every fucking day. Like, oh, we're out of toilet paper. I guess someone should go buy some. Oh, I'll just wait. <laughs> I was just put, wait? Like, in one, one of the drawers on my desk, I had a roll of toilet paper. I don't know what the alternative to that is. Like, they just, like, dump in their desk drawer. Do you remember when we moved out of there and somebody had been clipping <laughs> their fingernails in their desk drawer? <laughs> yes. For, less, for like... A year? I have no idea. 
It was I longer than a year. It was gross. How did you Is find this out? Because we we opened the drawer to remove it to move the credenza. No one fessed up to it. And there had been like just... fingernails, uh. <laughs> little half moon fingernails. So gross. It's disgusting. Fingernails or toenails? This is a very Patrick, I sent you that photo, by the way. Wow. Fingernails. They were fingernails. They were very clearly sure? fingernails. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> were they painted? What? Painted. No. Like, do they have nail polish? No, we, we, we had six dudes that worked at the beauty office. That was a, that was a... And Joe the cat. No, not Joe the cat. Finch the cat. Finch, then. yeah. Yeah. You know, Finch the cat died. Did I say that on oh, the podcast? Oh, that's sad. Finch the... I got a, uh, uh, a note from my ex-mother-in-law. Is that a thing? Mother... Sure. Ex- ex-mother-in-law? Uh, yeah, who had adopted Finch because one of my kids is allergic to cats. So I had to get rid of Joe for a little while. And uh, she said, yeah, so Finch passed away. Finch was 16 years old. Damn, that's a long um, time. I had Finch when I lived with Matt in college. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Old fucking cat, dude. Yeah, and uh, that cat was. I know we said it before. Here's to was, you, Finch. Good <laughs> that, cat. The cat. A cat had an ear infection the first week I got it. Came back from the. I got it from the pound. Had an ear infection the first week, and I had to give it ear medicine. That was it. That established our relationship. That cat just was like one of those cats that had, was in my life for 16 years, and I probably would pet it for like a minute at a time, and then that's all it could stand for. Me. That cat was amazing because it would come out. To get pet, like it had, I guess, a desire to be pet, but it also had a desire to run away and to to hate you. So it would come out and like sneak up to you and just kind of like offer itself to be pet, and you would like kind of pet it, and it would like oh, like pull away, like no, no, and then you'd keep petting it, and as soon as you got done, it would take off running. You want this? You want this? What a tease! Take it. It seemed like. the Finch wanted to be pet, but one, it was like fighting the urge to run away every <laughs> second. It was that cat struggled every moment of its life, except there was one person in the world that that cat loved more than anybody else on the planet. Joel. Nathan. Nathan. Oh, damn. That cat loved Nathan. Nathan, we hired him at about season four. Is that right, Gus? Uh, no, it was earlier than that, wasn't it? it was no, three, because no, season three, season... we were in the house, in my house still. Oh, right. Okay. So season four, he came to work with us in the Buda office, mm-hmm. and he had a rolling chair, an office chair with a, like a high back one. Um, and he spent his whole career at Rooster Teeth leaned forward like this uh, for the back of the chair because Finch was tucked behind him. She, as soon as he came in the office, she would go up to him, get in his chair, get behind his back, and he had to spend his whole t- his whole career like leaned forward. I kept asking him, Nathan, just move the cat. He's like, No, she's fine. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, in fairness to the cat, I've done that with Nathan. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's warm. hard not it's just, to. It's like nice and warm. He's very cuddly. comforting. She yeah. was like a lumbar pillow. Yeah. <laughs> With with claws, yeah. yeah that, uh, that that's kind of sad. Finch was the was a gray cat, right? What's that? Oh, what we're that? looking at here. Oh, is that the future? <laughs> that's the future photo of uh, Mike and Jay from Filthy Casual. That's totally. What are they? It looks like a scene out of an eighties movie. Is that Jessica the Negri in the background there? Yes, that is. She's there too. <laughs> She's also from the future. That is, okay. everything I would imagine of the future. Being in a bar. With Glowing Negri. visors and Jessica Negri. Those you know, are all things that I would expect to see in 2014. You know what's amazing about the this, this studio that we work in now? We set up red lights around the building just this past week to let people know when we're on air so they can be quiet. Yep. It is the loudest I've ever heard people in the kitchen. I don't know what yeah, they're doing. There is a red light flashing up. in their fucking eyes. I don't know what they're doing in there. <laughs> Denoting that we're online. I've never heard that much noise out of the kitchen in my life. Thank Please, you, Cole. Please, Cole, go tell them to shut the fuck up. I don't know if we're using it we, because it was too distracting. I think they turned it on. I saw it on I heard there. chairs moving around in there. Yeah, they're like moving screaming. furniture. Shut the fuck I, up. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, Barb. Fucking laying down the law. I'm angry. One of the things I want to talk about this this week, Bernie's been making fun of me for this, is this whole fiasco that Coin has gone through with uh, with public relations and it's customer not satisfaction. A fiasco. It's a fucking fiasco. It's not. It's it really is. not. Do you guys know what Coin is? First of all, 
It is a card that replaces all your credit cards. Yes, because yeah. it's one card and it's got a programmable magnetic strip, so you can punch in a bunch of cards. So it's a it's a it's not a Kickstarter product, it's not a crowdsource product, but it's like a pre order prototype product. It falls in this weird category. And you can program in a bunch of different cards. When you go to the cash register, you just select which card you want to use and swipe it, and it's all your cards so in cool. one, basically. F- great idea. Yeah. Great idea. That, that thing, glowing visors, Jessica Nugri. I know we're into <laughs> future. We're in the future. So, yeah, la- end of last year, they opened it up for pre order. You could pay, yeah. and in summer of 2014. I they- also found out I'm like 18 days ahead of Gus on pre order, <laughs> which is like, like look at him. He's like, pre order. And in summer of 2014, they would ship you the product when it was ready. In the summer, it was going to come out. Last week, we got an email because you and I both bought, it, both bought it, and the email said, "Hey, great news! It's going to be shipping soon. You're going to get an email next week that's going to tell you how to get it. You're going to have to create an account. You got to download the app. Everything's going great." I was like, "Awesome!" Then Friday rolled around, and I read on like a tech news website that the coin was delayed till 2015, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what happened and, in those?" Few and days? I, I, I read the article like, "Yeah, it's delayed till 2015. They're going to have a, an expanded beta program later this year." I was like, "Okay, that's weird." Then I got an email from them yep. that said, "Hey." Things are late till 2015, but don't worry. 10,000 of you are going to get to be beta testers, and we'll send you the, the beta product. And then when the real product comes out, you can buy it for only 30 bucks. I was like, fuck what? you. Fuck you. I already paid for the final product. <laughs> I didn't pay to get in the beta to then pay more for the final product. And then, and then uh, they, they've got a lot of comments, a lot of interaction on their website saying, you know, what's going on? Well, I just want a refund. And instead of apologizing, there's no apology in the delay e- Post, by the way, the delay email. Terrible. Instead of apologizing, they said, if you want a refund, just email this email address. Did you email it? <laughs> uh, no, I, I didn't. So the reaction was basically like, what? Yeah. How, and, then, uh, and then, of course, like uh, a day or two later, they came out and they're like, listen, we're sorry. We're expanding the beta program to 15,000 people. Don't worry. You won't have to pay for the final product. If you beta test, we'll send you the final product for no additional charge. So, so Monday, they say product's coming out in a week. Right. Everything You'll is be great. Able to claim your product in a week. Friday, they say, holy shit, 2015. Like, what happened? They don't even email their people. They go through media days? outlets. I know, but like, what took place in those like three days where they were so sure we're China. getting these things out? What does that mean? China. <laughs> China. China. China everything now. What China. went wrong? China. They probably got DDoS. You hear everything that happened this weekend with the fucking oh, yeah. DDoS attacks? Mm-hmm. No. They went after the Sony executive's plane. What? That's just a, that's like a kid calling it a bomb threat. That's, that's as old as... Bombs, basically. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as we had both bombs and, and <laughs> bombs and phones, we had bomb threats. Some kid trying to get out of a test. Or how uh, how much was the coin when you pre-ordered it? Fifty bones. Fifty bucks plus five bucks shipping. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I, I thought two it was going to be a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, but but now it's fifty-five bucks for the beta. <laughs> and an extra thirty bucks. To <laughs> well, no, they, they waived it. that. They realized that that was fucking stupid. Yeah. Somebody made a funny joke on Twitter. They said that. Uh, Facebook just bought Jay's glasses for $2 billion. <laughs> 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 That's really so funny. So congratulations to Jay. Didn't Amazon just buy Twitch? Amazon also? snuck in, I think, and bought Twitch at the last moment that Google was – there was all these like – they're called rumors, but there's these articles that were out there that mm-hmm. uh, Google was getting very close to buying Twitch uh, for a billion dollars. And Twitch was doing all this stuff that made it look like – they were making their company a lot more palatable to be acquired by YouTube. Like they were doing things and using a content ID system exactly like YouTube. And then uh, there was a lot of feedback, negative feedback from the audience. I know Ray was one of the people in particular that was pretty upset by it. And then all of a sudden today they announced that uh, 
Amazon bought Twitch for like uh, $930 million. 970, in cash. 970. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That's so in bizarre. Cash. Amazon is so confusing. Like all the new businesses they try to go in, like they lose money on products to get you to buy their, their Nook. Or uh, sorry, their uh, their Kindle. It's a platform. That's yeah, it gets you in the yeah. ecosystem. I mean, that's yeah. why you know people who there may be people who still hate iPhones and have one anyway because they're like, well, all my music's on it, all my all my shit, all my yeah. apps are on. They're like, I've already invested all this money. Like once you once you get someone, if you can pull someone out of another ecosystem in years, it's fucking money, man. Yeah, just make it rain. Yeah, money, money, money. So somebody saying the coin is now ninety dollars. I should say this would be an interesting experiment because our audience can be in on it. Uh, I bought Gavin's uh, Christmas gift, and he will not watch this podcast, I know, because he's not on it. And he'll never know this, so I can tell you guys what I got Gavin for Christmas. He might watch it. And we'll see if somebody spoils it for us out there. I doubt Gavin will watch it. I really doubt. Don't Do you, spoil it. You don't think so? I think he would watch it. I think it's absolutely going to get spoiled on Twitter within two our, seconds. Our, our fans will spoil it. I got him a really cool gift. And then so it what is it? Tell us. It is, I got him that dumb cup that tells you what's in the cup because <laughs> it was running out of pre-orders and I like got it at the last minute. I bought him that dumb ass cup that he kept talking about. It's vessel. called Vessel mm-hmm. and you pour liquid in it yeah. and then it tells you what's in it. So, what? Yeah, so we'll know if anybody fucking ruins it. I he's going to love it. He's going to be so happy with How that. How much cup. was this thing? Do you mind saying? I think it was 90 bucks. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Well, you can buy a future credit card machine that like emulates all your credit cards for 50 bucks or you buy a cup for 90 a cup that tells you what's in it. What you just poured into does it. Does it just say soda? Or does it say like Coke? Diet juice? I think it's just like Coke. And it tracks how much water you drink in a day? Does it say I specific types of juice? a single thing in that video. I don't believe what any of it. What if it's juice cocktail and not 100% juice? It just says juice. juice. Dear Twitch community, this is from twitch.tv. It looks like a fleshlight. Slash, thank you. Oh, that's, gross. Yeah, they're showing a picture of the vessel. You can also dick. go to... <laughs> hold on one second. Yeah, what if you stick your dick in there? Does it say penis? What do you mean, what if? What are you going to do when it ships to me before I give it to Gava? <laughs> hold on one second. Vessel. Let's see if it identifies that. It's your, a bit nippy. Your sperm count is 2,000. <laughs> it's called vessel... Is that, is that low? I think so. I think it's supposed I, to be in, millions. In one really? spurt? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's supposed to be millions. Millions of what? Sperm. Sperm. Is, he, I don't, is that the way sperm counts work? I don't there's, know how they work. I never had my. Of like, we're, talking, we're talking about like the aggregate number of sperm in a jizz. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a video of like a sperm trying to impregnate an egg. Like you actually see what it's like, and it's terrifying. It's like, like it's like Indiana Jones type a th- times like a million. What do you mean? It's, <laughs> it's like you know, there's like giant boulders, and you're like getting out of the way. There are these like. Snakes These like everywhere. eel things that like grab you and you like can't get out. And then if the egg Nazi it, dude in a preg- tank, <laughs> it, it, like the, the egg gets pregnant, it, it like turns to like stone. You know that you're, actually like, gives me a lot of comfort knowing that that's going oh, on in here when there's well, sperm pregnant. Okay. So according to uh, to the Mayo Clinic, sperm count is considered lower than normal if you have fewer than 15 million sperm per milliliter of semen. Per milliliter. <laughs> per milliliter. Milliliter. How much do you jizz when you come? Uh, like twelve ounces? I've heard it's a teaspoon or something like that. What's the average? What's the average? I guess everyone's I don't know. different, right? But I'll have to be throwing away a quantity or a tablespoon. A teaspoon might be average amount. Just when you're in the bedroom next time, just bring some baking equipment with you and find out. I don't know what and happened. a microscope apparently. That thing broke. A couple yeah. milli- a couple milliliters. Uh, just a spoonful of sugar. I think the, the average. When you hear the average, Gus will look it up. But I, I, I heard it in high school. And I was like, that's no way that that's accurate. Yeah. There's an urban legend too about a girl in my school who, when the biology teacher, we had the sex ed day, and they said, and the average uh, male ejaculation is 
um, <laughs> the average male ejaculation <laughs> is the size of a tablespoon. And she goes, well, then how come it makes such a big mess? <laughs> oh, my God. God. I don't know if that I should shoot. I'm sure everyone is going to have somebody in their high school that had that so, same thing. Uh, Did you ever hear the thing about when you – uh, in biology, when they do the swab in the mouth uh, to see your cells and all that stuff, yeah. and one girl can't identify this uh, cell that's in her mouth, and it's a sperm cell. Obviously. And it's, it's a urban legend. The uh, yeah. average volume varies wildly and may contain between 0.1 and 10 milliliters. 10 milliliters. So if you if you squirt out a 10 milliliters, that's... If it's been a while. Per, though, right? That's not over like a three-hour time span. If it's been a while per, So it would be 150 million. It's like half the population of the U.S., in sperm in your gist. Yeah, and you know what? I know my math was wrong, by the way, before anybody notifies me. I did my math wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, just, I was just saying, I'm notifying that my math is wrong. 10 milliliters is not a centiliter. So, mm. just, I want people to know that. <laughs> no, I, really? So, um, I, you, ever, you never hear about that, like milliliters and liters, but you never hear about centiliters and decaliters. Oh, what is that? Oh, I, I know. Why did you, you show me the ejaculation example? Yeah, it's a give, uh, <laughs> right? It's like yeah. Gav has a uh, slow mo shot of somebody ejaculating. Yeah, he's and talked occasion- about it before. Occasionally, he will show it to people. He just showed like, I just eaten that one time. He showed us a lot of people, like at parties and stuff. Yeah. He's like, hey, look at that. What do you think about that? What, so, what I love about that. And the thing question is, how did he get it? Is like How'd there's no one else in the shot. And whose is it? So it's like they had to like get it primed and then like, all right, all right, get out, get out. And then. Yeah, because that camera, you could only do what, four seconds at a time or something like oh, that? Oh, I was just talking about that shitty. Uh... Yeah, but the oh, deal okay. is that camera, you can trigger it after the event. So you have the event, then you hit the button and it gets the previous four seconds. Yeah. You can, the, the Phantom camera, and you can also, I think his new one does five, actually, which is a big fucking deal yeah. when you can only have four before. You got 25% more frames when you're doing like 10,000 frames a second. But uh, you can set that camera so that you hit the button, and it does the next four seconds. You can set it so that you watch the thing, then you hit the button, and it gets the last four seconds. Or you do a mixture thereof where it's like the last three seconds and the yeah. next second. And everybody messes it up. Yeah. Except for Gavin. Gavin is like 100% with that. I game would expect thing. out of everybody who ever operates that camera that like Gavin would be the only one who gets it. When we had to blow up the car, I was like, I'm not. I can't. So Matt was the one who had to press the button on the Phantom whenever we blew up the car in, a, in that one slow-mo vid. And I was like, well, if anybody's going to mess it up and we're all going to feel okay about it, it'll be Matt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He can't get mad at or he, no one can get mad at him for it. They can't get mad at him. Nice. I uh, avoided the obvious joke. But, like, he's done crazy <laughs> stuff of, like, like trains crashing or stuff like that. And if you miss it, it's like, how does that conversation go afterwards? It's like, listen, it's guys, like, uh... we need to get the trains back on the track. <laughs> yeah. We have to we have to do a second take. Uh, back to one. Let's get back on track, Back guys. to one. <laughs> Let's do one more for safety. Yeah. Uh, that that's like the bane of my existence. Anytime we're filming something, it's like let's get just one more, one more, one more. It's it's never been just one more. Brandon just is the one king more. of one more. Oh, I'm not the king. Like you are the king no, of the, one more. The king, the king was Marshall. <laughs> I think the king of one more. Um, the God of War three behind the scenes had, uh, what's the guy from uh, Clockwork Orange? Kubrick. No, the actor, the main actor. Oh, I don't know. Oh crap! Ian McDermott. No, that's Ian McDowell. Or is that Palpatine? Anyway, uh, very famous uh, oh, British actor. Now. No, no, I'll look him up. I, I, I know the guy, but his name is escaping me right now. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Thank, thank you. you. Um, very famous, very well respected, and he was doing uh, lines for God of War three. And the director was like, "Oh, that was really good. Can we do one more for safety?" And he was just like, "What? No. If that was good, it's good. Let's move on." And it was so awkward. And like, I can't believe that they put this in the behind the scenes. It's like you're completely undercutting your director. It's like the. 
What's a gunk? What's a gunk? Anytime Orson Welles, Orson Welles, the director, later in life, he became a spokesperson, like for wines and beans, frozen peas. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he did not take any shit from anybody. I mean, like what he determined to be shit given to him, he would not take that. Like if a director gave him a direction, he's like, no, don't you yeah. tell me what to do. Yeah. And, the, and then the, the most famous one is that outtake where uh, he does a take. And the audio engineer's like, it's fine. It's a great, great, great take. Let's do one more. Uh, let's do one more. And Orson Welles is like, wait, if it was fine, why are we doing another one? He goes, well, we got like uh, some interference. We got a gunk or something on the mic. And you're gunk. a gunk. What's a gunk? What is a gunk? <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. You know that dude had a fucking rough day. <laughs> and then he goes, that was uh, a, a, like a noise outside. And he goes, who are you? Tell me who you are. Who are you? And he says, <laughs> I'm the, uh, you know, they're like on the mic where they hit the, hit the button. It's like, I'm the uh, audio engineer, sir. Because audio, listen, you, I take directions from one person under protest, and it's not you. <laughs> he was pissed, dude. Yeah. Orson Welles did not take any shit. All those, wow. all those old, like, studio people were all divas, I think. Oh, there's yeah. one of his old ads. No, uh, Orson Welles is like hawking his wine. My first exposure to Orson Welles was the Animaniacs. They, like, yeah. They just, they had Orson Welles sketches for some reason. It's like nobody, no kids watching, no. I think my first. Uh, exposure to him was Transformers movie. Oh, yeah, he's played... Uh, he was in Transformers? Uh, he was alive? Unicron. Yeah, what? He, he, he played Unicron. Was it Unicron yeah. the name? Just, I know it was the, the character. I can't think of the name. Mm-hmm. It's Malcolm McDowell. The, uh, but yeah, my first experience with Orson Welles was the guy, that, that slogan right there, we'll sell no wine before it's time. I remember that slogan like really well. Hmm. They played those ads on Sesame Street <laughs> <laughs> for wine and then frozen peas. And then I, I years later... Uh, I remember they said, well, you should watch this movie when I was in college. So I like Pulp Fiction a lot. And they said, well, you should watch uh, Citizen Kane because it, it established the nonlinear narrative storytelling. And I said, oh, cool. And they said, yeah, it's a, it's a film. It's from the 50s. Uh, Orson Welles directed it. And I, even said, I remember thinking, oh, he's got the same name as that fatty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, who was on the, uh, the Frozen Peas commercial. Had no idea. Oh, Orson oh. Welles is really interesting. There's a really interesting book um, that is called – Easy Riders and Raging Bulls. It's not a great book, but it's an interesting book. And it's a tale of, like, all the people from the 70s in the film scene, like Scorsese and Spielberg and Lucas, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, when they were all making those movies. They're all young guys and, like, all the crazy shit they were doing. Like, one of the things I remember is um, that they would – to hedge their bets – they would trade each other points in their movies. And we've talked about Jaws being the big summer blockbuster. We've talked about that mm-hmm. on the podcast before. But like George Lucas gave Francis Ford Coppola and gave Steven Spielberg points, a percentage point of Star Wars before it came out. No one knew, no one had any idea that thing was going to be as big as it was. To the point where he actually had to go and ask for him back and say, I'm not going to pay you all this money. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And to their credit, they said, okay. They were yeah. fine. I think they were doing fine. Yeah, that I'm was sure. the beginning of like a, the director generation. Like before that, it was your producers were like the big figures and the studios. People knew the studios. The directors were just the guys they hired to actually direct the movie. But that generation is what really brought them all to light, and they became brands. Do you ever watch uh, Drunk History? No. They had uh, an episode a few weeks ago about uh, L.A. Uh, and uh, specifically, they had one segment about Orson Welles and uh, you know his his. His, I guess, rise you from uh, War of the Worlds, and then how he followed up, and some of some stories. It was interesting, but Jack, they had Jack Black play uh, Orson Welles, which I thought was really weird. It was, it was distracting yeah. the whole time I saw him on camera. It's really strange. Yeah. casting. It's a weird well, choice. I just realized he was uh, also in um, that Tim Burton movie, Ed Wood. 
the voice of Tim of Orson Welles. I thought I saw him in Animaniacs. I actually saw him in The Critic, but Brain from Pinky and the Brain was like the same voice mm. as Orson Welles in like all the a lot of the fiction and Ed Wood too. Mm-hmm. So for all of those who obviously care, it was The Critic oh. and not Animaniacs. <laughs> but the crazy thing to me, I, I always thought about that in, in the middle of all those stories about like all this crazy shit that was going on, like the story of uh, the making of Apocalypse Now is just like fucking. It's pure lunacy. Like, Martin Sheen had a heart attack on the set <laughs> while they're in uh, – wherever they were, Cambodia or whatever they filmed that thing. But uh, one of the things that always uh, struck me as really bizarre that was just thrown in the middle of all these stories is that there was uh, Peter Bogdanovich who was a big um, uh, director at the time. He's not as big now. Uh, but Orson Welles like lived in his guest house, like in his pool house that Orson Welles had fallen on hard times what? and was like – this respected director, but he wasn't working anymore, and he just lived in Peter Bogdanovich's like guest house so in L.A. Bizarre. Yeah, it just it struck me. It always struck me as really strange. I don't know why. He wasn't doing so Orson well. He wasn't uh, doing so Orson <laughs> well. I just want to make sure we all heard that one. Um, but Gus, that's what I, I've always hoped for you because I'm sure, like, if we go out like ten years from now, there's going to be books, really interesting books, I think, written about everything that's going on right now in digital media because it is a very small group of people. I was mm-hmm. I went out to uh, Hannah Hart uh, jumped on the podcast like the last five minutes of the podcast last week. Yeah, it was last week. Or the week? Yeah, it was last yeah, week. Last week. Yeah, and so yeah. I was at the lunch with her. We we're talking about it's like it's like same people and you're running groups and circles and things like that. And it'll be really interesting. Like even like this Twitch thing, it'll be really interesting to read like all the stories of like, yeah, we were gonna you know sell the company to Google and then at the last minute we decided to sell to Amazon. Like, like all the behind the scenes stuff that you don't know about now, but. Yeah. In the future, you but can it'll look be back fascinating. On. It'll right. be really, really fascinating. Like the uncensored history. And mm-hmm. my hope is that Gus will be living in like some British vlogger's house, like hey. guest house. Hey, <laughs> not doing. <laughs> you so you so picture well. like Gavin's guest house is Gavin have a guest house? No, fuck Gavin. Hey. No, Gavin will be long gone too. He might by then. Gavin, can I can I stay over? <laughs> I thought for sure Gavin loves pools so much. I was absolutely certain that Gavin. The number one requirement when he got a house would that it would be that it would have. But a then pool. he would have to take care of the pool. Yeah, that's a lot and of that's work. That's not Gavin. No, but but Gavin would be paying someone to take care of it. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's true. Well, he doesn't need a pool because he has our apartment complex that he could come to any time. But it's way. so far away. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right, it's worth it for the good company. <laughs> yeah, that's debatable. Uh, here, I'm going to read this thing. Best friend. Want to remind everyone this episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by Hulu Plus. You've probably tried Hulu on your computer. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you watch. Sh- God, I <laughs> fucked that up so bad. Hulu Plus is so much more. With Hulu Plus, you watch shows on your schedule. Hulu Plus has all the current season episodes of your favorite shows like Brooklyn Nine Nine, Modern Family, and At Midnight. Watch every episode of shows like Doctor Who and American Dad. Plus, starting in September, you can stream South Park exclusively on Hulu Plus. I'm still in my own head about that mess up. Uh, Hulu Plus works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You can even watch on your phone or tablet on the train, at work, at the dentist, or in the bathroom. You should be blocking off a day just to binge, not in the bathroom. Uh, With Hulu Plus, you're in total control to stream these and thousands more as much as you want, whenever you want. You also get access to originals that you can't get anywhere else, Criterion Collection movies, ad-free kids shows, plus anime and Korean dramas. For $7.99 a month, you get your shows anytime, anywhere. Right now, though, you can get a two-week free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. It's a whole extra week free. Go to HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth, get an extended free trial, and they know we sent you. One more time, HuluPlus.com slash RoosterTeeth. So go check it out. You can watch it, like I said, on your phone, on your tablet. I feel like I feel like a green eggs and ham thing there. It's like, <laughs> would you like HuluPlus <laughs> on a train? Would you? 
Would you like it on a plane? I would like it everywhere, please. Oh, you can get it everywhere. You need to be the star of a series of children's books. No. I would buy those. No. So I, I, I had my <laughs> my most stupid <laughs> domestic thing ever happen to me this morning. Go on. I'm almost embarrassed to tell the story. I know this is bad because I haven't heard this yet. And I've, I've been saving it for the podcast. Uh, so I woke up and I was, you know, walking. My, I was letting my dogs run around in my front yard. And uh, I have some rose bushes in my front yard. And I was like... Oh, that one looks a little fucked up. Something's wrong with it. So I'm like, you know, looking around like, oh, I need to trim off like a little bit of a branch. So I'm like reaching in there and uh, you know, I'm, I'm t- like touching the, the, the branch. I like I snip it and a fucking thorn went right up my finger and I started bleeding. I'm like, what has fucking happened in my life? <laughs> I'm here like first thing in the morning, like pruning rose bushes in my front yard doing this. I'm like... What would Gus from 10 years ago say about this moment right now? He would probably like, beat you up. I was very self-aware of what I was doing in that moment and how embarrassed I was. I just got pricked by a fucking rose bush I was pruning. Were you wearing like little gardening shorts and have like one of those I had shorts on. Shirts. Yeah, I was, I was, I was just I was, one of those I was embarrassed hats? for myself. Yeah. And the fact that I had shears specifically for this purpose. I thought that you moved into a condo so you wouldn't have to do this stuff anymore. Yeah, but I saw I was like, I'll just take care of this real fast. Look at you. Wow. Like, Who are you? I know. I know. We so. tried to get him to go out for drinks the other night. It was no dice. We did. It's okay. No. We had a fine time. You went too far no, away. No dice. It's too far. You too went f- to Congress. five minutes away from where you it's live. It's nowhere. It's not five. Bullshit. It is not it five minutes away from where I live. It took me five minutes to get there from the office. Bullshit. Five. I can get home in 12 minutes. Okay. I can get to the office in 12 minutes. I'm not sure if I can get home in 12 Also, minutes. even if it took 20 minutes, isn't it worth it? No. Oh. I see you guys all day. I've seen you guys all day already. Why would I want to go spend more time? If it was somewhere close, sure. If, if it was really five minutes away, yeah, no problem. I'll go he do that. He was mean on text, too. Because I even said, I said, we're going to go somewhere that you can go to. And he goes, where? And I said, East Austin. He goes, I don't live in East Austin anymore. No, no, go, that's not just... what you said. I'm going to read back what you said. You're fucking, said, you're fucking changing the past and reading history I moved it. I said, I don't give a fuck here. about your move. I liked, I liked what Bernie's response was in what you said to him. Because obviously he didn't tell us what you said. He's, uh, here, let's go. Might go grab a drink uh, if you guys are interested. Which you should be. Come out, come out. I said, probably not. Where you're, where are you going? Probably not. You said your house, East Austin, and I said, I move, man. I don't live east anymore. <laughs> and you said, fuck your move. Wait, and I... then it was silence for forty minutes, and then I got a reply. Now hold on a second. I'm going back to this fucking thing. Let me see here. It's right here. Look, mm-hmm. this I is me asking that's... you. I, your house and East Austin are two different answers. It came at the exact same time. Your house. Enter. East Austin. Enter. I, I, the joke was your house. And then I said East Austin after that. Then you didn't go to East Austin. I moved, man. I don't live East anymore. Fuck your move. We're going. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't even respond. You didn't respond to me. Yeah, I stopped after a while. No, I did. Well, let's see. You said I didn't respond. You didn't fucking respond. I mean, fuck your move. We're going for drinks on South oh, Congress. Oh, yeah, stop replying. We're going, yeah, yeah you, there you, you go. Took, you took 40 minutes to reply. No, I like I how didn't. we're talking about this. Right here, look at that. 40 minutes. We didn't 40 invite, minutes. We yeah. didn't invite uh, Brandon. Nobody, <laughs> nobody texted me. <laughs> I wrote fuck your move. We're arguing about inviting people out. Brandon's just sitting I did change like, my phone number seven years ago, <laughs> so I don't know if that was the problem. <laughs> I just like Bernie's text to me and Blaine that said, trying to get Gus out. And then, like, a minute later, you text, Gus says, boo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Gus is boo I invite you even though I know you don't want to go places. And then I still Blaine invite said, you. just tell Gus I'm going and he'll go for sure. Gus loves me. And then smiley face. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen. No, no, that, that does not sweeten the deal. <laughs> what would it take to get you out? I almost went. If you hadn't gone so- I said, if you hadn't gone so far, I would have gone. You got, If we went to the one of the places by your, by yeah. your house? You I'll go to one closer. of those places. Yeah, I'll go there. 
I'll do that. Draft house. Yeah, let's go there. I'll go there. Is it draft house or draft horse? Draft horse. House? Draft horse. Oh, the draft, like D-R-A-U-G-H-T. Dracula yeah. house. Draft. Hey, we're uh, getting a front coming through. It's going to end all the hot weather in Austin. We'll see. End our drought, supposedly. It's going to happen uh, later this week. I'm excited about that. Well, we're not going to yeah. be here, though. I'm going to be out of town. I'm I don't care. Fuck. As long as I don't have to water my grass, I'm good. <laughs> I had to water my grass like twice this whole year. That's freaking amazing for Austin. It's rained a lot this summer. It has rained a lot this summer. It's like been a ridiculous amount. I saw a map of the world, and it was supposed to be this shocking image, and it was like a heat map, literally, but you know, it was showing you all the areas in the world where they set a record high temperature in 2014. Across the globe, the entire thing was red, except for right in the middle of the U.S. It was all blue, uh, like all the way from like Minnesota all the way down to Texas, and I thought – that's about right. We've had a really easy, mild summer. Yeah. And not many other people have. I was just shocked it didn't go over 100 for all of July. It was crazy. Much. Saturday was bad, man. Saturday. Oh, yeah. These guys filmed outside the entire day. No oh, shade. Shirts were coming Zero off. shade. Yeah, that's this why. crazy. No shirts. Cole even have a shirt. <laughs> I was like, Cole's I get Blaine. I get Aaron. Nice. I get Chris even. Cole's just flying. Of course, it. Aaron and Blaine, when they're with no shirts, are tweeting about it. Like, look at us. This yeah. is ironically my uh, My mom responded to that tweet, and I wanted to respond to her saying, Mom, don't look! <laughs> Get off Twitter! <laughs> what did she, she respond? I don't remember. It, How can you not remember what your mom I don't responded remember. to a couple shirtless I just dudes. remember wanting to respond, telling her to get off Twitter. <laughs> Stop looking at young boys without their shirts on. Young boys. <laughs> I, I guess I must have missed I don't follow them. So I, 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 I did not get to see the Blaine uh, the talks about at least tweets. once a day how you don't follow him. Yeah, he brings it up every now and then. Yeah. At this point, I can't follow him. It's yeah. just funnier not to. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the mistake people don't realize. Yeah. It's like, if you make a big deal out of it, of course it's not going to happen. Yep. But do you spend any time on Twitter, like, reading your feed anyway? Yeah, I read all of it. Really? Yeah. Because I follow so few people. It's easy. How many people do you yeah. follow? Uh, I think I follow 70. Yeah. That's, oh, that's wow. That's number. really good. Yeah. Every now and then, I try to purge. That's a bad idea. Bad idea. People get mad at you no matter no, what. No, not pe- – like I, I don't follow – I'm very, very particular. Uh, it, like I look if somebody tweets what, like a what thousand What is about to say? I don't follow people is what it's not like he was about to say. I don't follow people. What do you, what do you I follow? Don't, I don't follow I – do, I don't follow a ton of people because like you can't go back. Well, you just, can't unfollow somebody. The point is when somebody. you unfollow somebody, they all tend to notice like right away. I don't even know how people notice if somebody's not following them anymore. I have no idea. But it's like if I unfollow somebody, they immediately message me and say, how did you un- – why did you unfollow me? It's like how did you even know? Why did you get yeah, notified? I never – like – I never check who's following me or who – anything like that. So I don't know when people unfollow me. I assume there was, there's got to be like a, a service that tells you, right? It sounded like Sylvester the Cat when you said that. <laughs> well, I was like, is anybody going to It's got to be. Always oh, going to that one guy. I'm having a stroke. Thanks for laughing. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's because of the Hulu Plus reason. It? It's just in my head now. It's like a weak Fucked urine stream. I'm just, I'm just totally fucked up now. I got a weak saliva stream now. <laughs> so gross. Um, I never – I don't ever think about bathroom stuff. I guess I should think about it as much as you people do. But I never think about it. It doesn't bother me in bathroom any way. Bathroom stuff? Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. Like when you get in there and think about like other people – what other people are doing in the bathroom, I just don't even think about the it. The other day okay. I went into the bungalow. <laughs> and <then> I was, <laughs> I'm back in the – you got me back in the bathroom track. I walked in and I was like, man, this uh, this bathroom kind of stinks. Oh, well. I got to do my business. Sat in the toilet. I was like, oh, wow. The toilet seat's really warm. I just missed this one. Like, uh, And then it's like kind of creepy. like – Man, they, like whatever the cause of the smell was just here a second ago. Like I just missed the creation of this. Yeah. One, of the, one of the bathrooms that we have access to, it's really nice. Uh, but one of the bad parts, it has like an auto 
sensor for the light. Oh, and there yeah. have been multiple times where I've been in there and the lights just shut off. And the one person I want to text is Gus. <laughs> He's like, please come help me. <laughs> just walk in. Because it's like if anyone understands, I feel like it would be him. That is would you come and me. rescue me in the bathroom? Uh, oh, it's far. Uh, it depends how busy I am. <laughs> I might go. I'd, I'd rescue you. I would just open go the, the door and bathroom? just like swing my hand in to like activate the sensor. It, it sucks because it can kind of reach in there. The times I'm like, yeah, because it's right by the door that sensor, and when you're in the stall, can't see you. Like, so uh, would so you have to open the off? door, or yeah. can you like reach over the top? That's awesome. I I thought I could just do this and it would work, but eventually I just I just kind of waited. Is so what do you do? Do you finish in the dark or? Do you try to I, that? I, 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 I'm like, not going you're, to particular. You come on, come on. This is the interesting part of the story. You can't bitch out here. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I've been doing it for 26 years, 28 years. Kind of feel it out, you know. So well, finish in the dark. Yeah, okay. finish in the dark. All right. Only 26 years. Your parents like helped you the first two years. Jedi, you know, you just cover the eyes. Are you, you what are you doing way. in there? No, I want to know how we think Star Wars ends. <laughs> That's even grosser to me. It's like, what do you think is going on in the trench? <laughs> what does that mean? You know, you just feel it out. That well, you know, like, to do with, put the, on with the, the bathroom or oh, with Star Wars. Man. Did he you put guys... on the big visor and he was able to like... Oh, okay. Did you guys get a chance to take a look at the uh, Oculus uh, Rift setup that we have? Is it called Oculus Rift anymore? It's just yeah, Oculus. It's Oculus Rift. Yeah. So we got one of the new edition... Oculus headsets in, uh, and I know you were playing with it, Gus. I was playing with it. Ryan was playing with it. Did you, either of you get to see the? No. Oh man, I got did, to play it. Did you get to do the Millennium Falcon? No, I did the um, Ocarina of Time. I don't even know that. What was that? It's like a. Uh, 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 you're Falcon? in the uh, K- Kukuru Forest. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. At the beginning there, and you can't really do anything other than like walk around and crawl through the tunnel there. Yeah. Do we but still have it's it? Awesome. Yeah. And terrifying. It's. It's awesome. Brandon, immediately what you're going to say is when we get this thing, I, I always heard about the Oculus. I mean, this is when it's been around since the Kickstarter for like two or three years at this point. Um, there was all that hubbub about them being bought by Facebook. The entire time I heard about this, it never once dawned on me to check and see how much those headsets cost because it had been perfect for immersion because we, we made so many other solutions. Like we made our own VR goggles or monitor goggles over and over again for immersion when we could have just bought an Oculus headset. They were they're two hundred and fifty dollars. That's Three, it. Three fifty. Three other three. Yeah, but now. could we do the same thing? We we would definitely have a great base with which to start. That's for certain. Yeah, that'd be way better. Like trying to shove in a bunch of equipment underneath. Like yeah, that face paintball masks. one was difficult. That split screen one. Yeah. Yeah. They had like we probably spent more time trying to get those goggles under the helmet than actually shooting that. Immersion. I think that's part of the the video that that it really doesn't come across that they were jammed with equipment underneath their helmets. Yeah, I had yeah. to put like a piece of tissue paper under their little goggle thing to keep it up because the helmet would push it down yeah so that the goggles would be too low on their eyes so i had to like construct this thing and tape it to their face and everything well hindsight i touched gavin's face a lot that day uh i did uh i was able to test the oculus rift at the game of thrones exhibit and it was like amazing it blew me away but then at nab i i don't know there was someone else who had a, a setup and it was like kind of really janky it didn't work that well so i don't know how much work goes into making it work <laughs> and work effectively and be really really cool well like is that why they i mean they they were just getting it to a point where they could be bought by facebook because it's hey listen vr i think was it's something that everybody has talked about for a really long period of time and i think that vr just got to a point where they could get hold of 
like the public attention for a certain amount of time and then just cash in on it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, you can make the argument with a lot of things that way for, you know, that have sold for lots of money. I mean, Twitch, there's been lots of streaming services a long time. They just got really big, really fast. Three years that company existed before they sold. Three years. That's, yeah, that's not, it seems like it's not that long. Now, for- that being said, Justin TV has been, been around, around way yeah. longer than three years. I just want to point this out real fast. What's that? It's bothering someone so much that Brandon's beer is right next to the coaster. Uh, listen, it bothered me earlier. <laughs> it, it, I, I hear you, whoever you are. Lauren it's Kosher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to fix it until yeah. I saw someone comment on it in a tweet. And I was like, well, that's not moving anywhere. No. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Didn't work. So, Why? I don't know. Why would you? Now it's like more centered. So least. like you said, yeah, Justin TV had been around forever. I can't even think of like when Justin TV first started that's, that's i can been... look it up on wikipedia what's your guess man uh <laughs> 03 dude i played this game today were you did i take well, when i was going nice. around with my list nothing yeah. today what, what was your guess Friday? let me look up just uh, real quick I'll talk so while you're so looking that up uh bernie walked into my office earlier he said i've got a list here it's a list of every production every video production that we have going on right now in this studio every show that's in production he said how many shows do you think are on this list i said i don't know 20 what, what do you think did you play this game with you he did oh did, did he play this game with you barbara i was four off oh. i was trying to get people to tell me ones i had forgotten and people were since i went in your office the four more came out of the woodworks so when you when you walked into my office it was 46 51 so you're up to 51 i'm up to 51 i now. guess 55 wow yeah 51 yeah i had, i think when i before I left your office, I had forgotten. Sadly, I'd forgotten game night. I'd forgotten that one. What's game night? What? <laughs> and then I had forgotten oh. uh, a couple of. There were a couple other ones. Game I forgot. time, I think, is when you forgot. No, game time. You said game time in my. Yeah, yeah. there were a couple add-on ones that I that I had forgotten. So, but it was it was crazy. That's so over six, if you broke it out over a week, that's over seven a day. It's pretty nuts. It's fifty-one shows in production. Mm-hmm. That and that was like it was crazy to sit down and go over that because we're doing projections and things like that. And so it was just like. But did you nuts. also count like? Day five and Laser Team. Yes, mm-hmm. I counted because Day Five's in uh, production, and so is uh, so is Laser Team. Laser Team's a little bit on the bubble, I guess you could say it's in pre-production, but it's not in development. It's definitely in production. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, it's like we're trying to get one one show per employee at the company. I would say the most bubbleish one that I had on there. That's a really crazy <laughs> thought. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, some of our biggest shows are made by one person. Rage Quit is made by one person. RTA. RTA you could definitely, you know. I mean, it takes audio from the podcast, but it's definitely a one. Uh, that particular show is made by one person. Um, but yeah, I think the most bubble show I had on there was Immersion. That we had just wrapped up Immersion, and we could make more. And we have a show in development at a network and things like that. But um, that was that was that was like the most bubble one. Everything else I cut. Gauntlet too, kind of. What's that? Gauntlet. Yeah, well, the Simple Walk series was on there, but that I didn't list that as being in production. I listed that as being in development, yeah, uh, as well for further episodes of that. Um, but yeah, everything else was everything else was like in active production. It's crazy, and the hard the hard one was I I actually concluded everything that's in sponsor cut, all the different variations of that under one just sponsor cut blanket. Well, you separated Quick Draw and sponsor. Cut. Well, I guess yeah, it's, I, I don't I'm just because I don't consider them to be the same show. Yeah, yeah, you know, Quick Draw is not the live streamed like sit on the podcast thing that the other ones are three out of four of us were just on a sponsor play video that was a lot of fun i got really motion sick you did really yeah like i had trouble looking at the screen so i was like i was trying to to continue looking at it and i don't want to be like 
acting like it was make people think that it was an excuse to like get out of there because i was like super scared or anything but for a while like i tried to play it and i was like nope nope this is worse i can't i can't look at this like when the screen like turns all red and you're moving like really fast and it's like yeah, weird yeah. i was like oh yeah i, was, like, yeah, I yeah. can't look at this it hurts me and yeah, that's probably my fault and then i had to go do uh um that audition thing afterwards and so i was like sitting in there i was feeling like kind of queasy and it was it was, Use it. it was not fun no yeah, oh, yeah my, that was the same day. Yeah, my favorite part about that is w- watching it to see how many things that you guys noticed that we were completely oblivious to. Yeah, like the, and vice the biggest versa. thing. The biggest thing was when that door closed. For you guys, it's you're like peering in, trying to figure out what's going on, and then that ghost f- appears, like that face, and then you just close the door and you guys scream. For us, it was just like pounding on the door and then it shut, and I was like, oh, I guess I shut it. <laughs> Accidentally, oh, I mean, you, you didn't maybe I pressed square. I watched, something. I watched it through because I wanted to see what they got scared of versus what we got scared of. And that moment happened, and I was like, "The fuck! They didn't even see that bitch. That's so unfair." Yeah. It's one of the scariest moments. That, I think that's. I didn't make it much past that. Honestly, I think the scariest moment is when you see her standing in the hallway. When she picks you up or whatever. No, just like standing there, not mm. moving. Oh yeah, we also nope blazed through that. <laughs> No, that game is a whole lot of nope. It's so well done. If you like horror, it takes everything about what's good in the horror genre into one very, very small package. It's fun watching other people watch that Let's Play because I was at John's house and he and his wife were watching it with me because it had just come out and we wanted to see it. And she was sitting on the couch with the blanket up on her face just like, oh my god, no. Don't go in there. (laughs) Yeah. And it was like someone watching a horror film. That game cost me tango lessons because in order to, <laughs> in order to get uh, my girlfriend to keep playing it, uh, eventually she's like, no, 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 I won't. I was like, please, please, please. Like, all right, I will if you do tango lessons with me. I was like, fine, because she hadn't seen the ghost that pops up and eats you. Mm. Like, we didn't get that into the very, very, very last puzzle. And it's crazy because when Chris and I were playing, it happened in the first five minutes. Terrifying. I found out that, you know, every time you hear footsteps and you just think it's you. Yeah. It's not you. That bitch is behind you. Oh, really? So if you turn around when you hear that, you'll see her. Oh. And also when the window fell, we didn't look up because oh, I just yeah. wanted to get Heard the fuck out that. of there. If you look up, she's right there. You want a beer? I'm so happy. I yeah, Blaine's going to grab a beer. Grab a beer. Don't try to lift well, it. Well, I told you you're coming, Blaine. You can walk in here. It's just too much now. That's the warm <laughs> side. That's the warm side. Those are warm. Good. The cold side's on the other one. I just like it. You can see an arm. Oh, no, he's serious. not. He's being serious. All right, there we go. <laughs> oh, hi, Blaine. Hey guys, sorry. Bye, Blaine. Yeah, really sorry. You should replace Gus, so we'll be an all B team. It'll be the B list podcast. The B list. Give him a call. What? What? The B team. Uh, no, yeah, it was. I'm not normally a fan of the horror genre, and I never played any of the original Silent Hill games. What so. about Resident Evil? Uh, yeah, I played Resident Evil. Resident, uh, Dude, Resident Evil Two, man. Scariest moment in any video game of all time. Resident Evil Two. When that fucking alligator comes out of the fucking pond. That scared the G... What was yours? You Resident Evil 2 when you're in the mansion and then that like crazy like lizard thing comes through the window. Yeah. Because they did fixed cam. Yeah. So they maximize the scariness. You can't do what we did and accidentally miss something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I know the alligator you're talking about. Like the mutated alligator. That fucking alligator. Holy shit. That was the subject of a, of a drunk gamer's drunk tank way back in the day. <laughs> I was like, fuck that guy. What does the alligator do? It just jumps out of a pond. You're, you're, just, you're not expecting it at all. I think you even go past the pond like two or three times. 
Yeah, you do. And then there's like a bubble, and you're like, what's the bubble? <laughs> fucking like alligator the size of like a semi or a pickup, <laughs> like just jumps out and snaps. Is it you. just like a normal alligator? It's just, it's a huge, big, fucking scary alligator. It's awful. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try to pull up the, the YouTube video of it. You should. It's going to look like two like red pixels or Did something. Did you scream yeah. like a little girl? I might have peed myself a little bit. I might have. Have you guys ever screamed at a at a horror movie or game? Yeah, other we screamed the other day. Other than PT? Resident Evil, definitely. I had to sleep with my closet doors open. For some reason that made me feel better. Oh, I would sleep with everything closed, so like nothing could just what? be standing there. No, but then... Yeah, what if there's a monster in the closet <laughs> then, and then get out silently because, and get you? I closed it, so I know nothing went in there. Yeah, but that's not how monsters work. They just appear in things. Okay, that's how <laughs> you're, you're talking about logic? You're the one who sleeps with your closet doors open. <laughs> I know. How did that help so you I know there's appear? nothing there. And if something appears, I'll know, oh, man, there's something there now. Like, in a second-to-second basis, I know what's going on. Except you're asleep. Yeah, but if I wake up, I just look, and I'm like, I'm all right. <laughs> but for you, you don't know. There's like eight different opportunities. That's true. Eight. There's exactly eight. Were, were you scared of the dark as a kid? Uh, when I watched I found scary this alligator movies, video. Yeah. Mm. Oh, did I have you? to show it to Barbara. Yeah, I think this is it. What about you, Barbara? Were you scared of the dark when you were a kid? Not really. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> did really scare you again? Alligator scared me again. Fucking stupid ass alligator. <laughs> Fucking. Bernie just had a jump scare. God, that was terrible. Legitimate jump scare. So something he knew was coming that he complained scared him before. That <laughs> happened to me when we were watching the playthrough. I, I was more scared watching the edited version of that video than actually playing that game. Oh, man. Speaking of getting scared by some... Um, I was watching the, the Simpsons marathon this weekend. You know, I've, and it was like in the chunk, like Without season... me? Five or season six, somewhere in there. It's like, I've seen all these episodes a million times. And like Esther and I were watching it on the couch. And we were drinking coffee. It was in the morning. And... Uh, she took like a sip of her of her coffee, and then something happened on screen that was really funny. And despite the fact we've seen it a million times, she spit take. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> she, like had to come. I was like, I was like, why'd you laugh at that? We've we've seen that uh, moment so many times. She's like, it's just really funny. That's to how me. good The Simpsons is. Yeah, it was when uh, Troy McClure and uh, Patty are dating. And yeah. he, sp- he sprays the the oh, breath in her, her, her mouth. mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking hilarious. We need to put that on our office. We absolutely should. Out of everybody in the office who should be watching The Simpsons Marathon, it's you and me. I wonder, well, and Brandon could come in there, too. I love The Simpsons. We'll yeah. set it up. I'll, I'll get it on the uh, on the Xbox in there. The Excellent. Planet of the Apes musical. Bit. I watched that this that weekend also. That was my also. ringtone for such oh, a long time. Yeah. Hmm? It's the same episode, I just realized. This oh, is it same. is? Yeah. Oh, right. He's her beard. Yeah. Because he had the weird dolphin Fish. scandal. Fish. Fish. Dolphins are a mammal. How yeah. many Treehouse of Horrors have there been? Uh, one less than the number of seasons. Why they started second season, or they just yeah. give up at the end? <laughs> they started second season. Is it, it's not Kronos and Kane. So that's twenty three. Because there's twenty four uh, seasons, right? No, there are twenty five seasons. So there's twenty four of them. Yeah. Okay. I guess the twenty fourth will be this year. I think. Ooh. I played Five Nights at Freddy's. Freddy's is that what it is? Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Yeah. With have you guys seen the Play Pals based on that? Yeah. yeah. So you guys should play that if you want a scary game. I know. That's fucking shitty. That game. Is it scarier than PT? No, PT is so fucking creepy and scary. It's like psychotic. It's, it's one of the scariest experiences I've ever had. I mean, it really is because you're. It's weird because when you're in a movie, you're like passively sitting there watching it, but when you're when you're forced to interact with it and go through it, there's a yeah. different level there, man. I just it was horrible to me. I couldn't. I did. I did not finish that game, and I have no urge to go back. Yeah, and we it. Yeah, we got into arguments where like. 
I'd be like, look at it. And we're saying, no, I'm not looking at it. Like, look over there. No, no, we're not yeah. going to do it. And we do, we have to look the two headed monster trying to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah, like we would hear something behind us, and I'd be like, I'm not looking at it. And Gus is like, look at it behind you. And I was like, Gus, no. <laughs> or when like, the radio says, look behind you. That was yeah. And then Bar was I like, did we're that not by the way. How yeah, was it? and then you get killed. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. God. Uh, you know, I went back and started playing recently. Hmm. Uh, I just went back and started playing uh, State of Decay. Because mm. uh, there's a lot of there's not a lot, but there's two DLC packs that I just never played, and I really enjoyed that game. We talked about that on the patch for the awards. Yeah, uh, State of the K was one of the games that we had up for Game of the Year. We gave it to Blood Dragon, but we all like State of the K a lot. Great game, great yeah, game. I've not played any of the DLC for State of the K. Those uh, were those any good? Uh, the DLC? Yeah, no, <laughs> no. The 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 first one, this Breakdown Lifeline. I think Breakdown's the first one. It's just you, it, on the Achievement Hunter website. We built that games where you can rank all the achievements and you can just rate how hard they are. If something gets like four or five stars hard, I know like like if it's got five stars, hard achievement times like 500 people that voted that for that achievement is being hard. I mean not a lot of people play a lot of games and really like hunt for achievements. 500 is a lot or even like over like 150 is a lot for one of those rankings to get. I know that's a hard achievement. I know it is. And it's like it makes me think about even starting that game or not. Every achievement in that breakdown game, almost every one of them is five stars. Wow. Yeah, voted by a bunch of people. Just It's wow. just like grinding, 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 Ugh. like getting all these like heroes and unlocking them. So it's, 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 it's basically just like playing State of Decay over and over and over and over and over again is what it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. So. Do you have that alligator video? Yeah, fucking alligator. You want to see, see the alligator? Should I put Do my put glass down so I don't spill? Do they have it ready? I don't want to see it. I don't know if they have it ready. All right. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. I, I didn't send it to them. All right. You send it to them. I'm going to read this while you send it. It's also like a postage stamp size IGN video. I didn't hear what you said, Kara. <laughs> I don't have it yet. Oh, they don't have it yet. Okay. Yeah. I'll send it. Bring it. I'm going to read this while, uh, while Brittany sends it. I'm about it. Jeez. Uh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna read this. Uh, let's hope I can do this one right. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by NatureBox. I'm going to say something that's going to surprise you. You should be snacking more. You need to be snacking more. What's wrong with you, Gus? How can you tell me to snack more? I'm going to get fat. Was I supposed to say that? Here's What's why. wrong with you, Gus? How can you tell me to smack? Nah, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I went with We've Sylvester. discovered NatureBox.com. NatureBox gives me hundreds of delicious snacks. <laughs> I mean, delicious, and delicious. I don't feel guilty about eating them. I'm really paranoid I have a speech impediment now. You might. Uh, because they're better for me. They're natural with zero trans fat and high fructose. With zero trans fat and zero high fructose corn syrup. You'll even find snacks that are low in sugar, non-GMO, and without gluten, and they ship for free. You know that cranky moment around 3 p.m. when you're ready to tear into anything? Yeah. Here's what I do. Grab PB&J granola from NatureBox or bake sweet potato fries or sweet blueberry almonds. No more hungriness. No more crankiness. Now I'm going to make you really happy. If you try NatureBox.com right now, you get 50% off your first box. Go to NatureBox.com slash roosterteeth. You should be snacking, but you should snack smarter. Stay full. Stay strong. Go to NatureBox.com slash roosterteeth. Get 50% off your month's first box. NatureBox.com slash roosterteeth. We had a... uh, who was it? Chris in our office earlier eating yep. our our nature box. He was like, "Can I eat these?" He was like opening up all of them, but, going well, through them. That happened a long time ago when Bernie came into our office and opened every single nature box. I, it was last week. Yeah. I remember it well. When I got this, I got one, lemon figgy bars. I had a problem. Normally, I get these and I hide them until Gimme. we're ready to do the read. Bernie was in our office when this got delivered to me. He's like, oh, what is that? Is that a new one? Let me open it up. And I was like, oh, god damn it. It's fun. He started going through them immediately. Oh, that. push it. 
that's as good as I can do. Is this the? Uh, is this new new? Or is no, this no, that that's that's the one you intercepted at my dun, dun, office dun, already. Dun, dun, seen dun, that I want to see what's left in it. Oh, you have the oh video? we got the fucking video. Goddamn alligator. Are we ready? Is this working? I don't know if it's. You working. remember this, Gus? Oh, uh, here we are. We're over here. Up, oh, she's shooting at it. Oh my god! Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. That fucking wow. alligator. Fuck that alligator. And you also had no indication that the alligator was going to come out. That oh. is not an alligator. Yeah, it is. Big big that is a dinosaur. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's huge. It's a big fucking alligator. And, and like Brandon was saying, these Resident Evil cameras are just like designed to just frustrate the shit out of you. I think yeah. it was part of it. Was, it added to the horror. Yeah. It was like you couldn't control it. It was like you were being confined in, in, in that space. And it was, it was kind of confusing when you went to move. People bitched about it all the time. But I thought it was a great... Mechanic for the game. Yeah, and you just you don't have control. It makes you feel more vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Is that is that is that an open, open can there? Yeah. Yeah, give me that. Go for it. I'm still drinking this drink. So you uh, you're taking after Bernie. I am taking his, his 43 liquor. It was so good that I requested that we buy the same type of liquor. It's so good, it. isn't it? Yeah. I might have one of those after the podcast. It's delicious. I could be convinced. <laughs> Maybe we should go somewhere far away from town from from my house. That's five minutes away. Yeah. Get a drink there. Oh, he's only 12 minutes away. Liar. Oh, yeah, new shirt. What is that? The oh, it really heist. doesn't show up on camera. you got to read that. Grand Heist. Grand oh, Heist. I'm looking, it doesn't show up on my other monitor. My other monitor is bad. That yeah. one's over there. It's good. This is a T-shirt Tuesday, so it's going to be coming out tomorrow or for those listening to the audio podcast today. It's the Achievement Hunter Grand Heist shirt. And it's one of the few Achievement Hunter shirts that does not have any green on it. Yes. Emily pointed that out. Yeah, which is strange. Even the yoke, I think, is white, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. So we're going to um, PAX later this week. You and I will be there. You excited? Yeah. What you're? What's you mean me and you and Ray and Monty and yes. Ashley and Ashley? Mm-hmm. Double Ashley and Chelsea, Chelsea. Chelsea. and Megan yeah. and Chris. If and you're Alan. if you're a Kickstarter backer, you can come say hello to Chelsea, who runs all the Kickstarter uh, fulfillment stuff now. She'll be uh, working the booth. She is so awesome. She, everybody's mm-hmm. in love with Chelsea, pretty much. She She's just awesome. like gets everything done. Without even having to ask her, she's a badass. Yeah, she's a real badass. She's yeah, I asked her to uh, I asked her for some help with something like before after business hours, you know, before we came out here the podcast. Like, oh shit, I forgot to get uh, banners printed for our Pax Prime booth. Oh yeah. So I emailed her the PDF and I was like, hey, listen, can you find a place close to the convention center that can print this and have it ready for pick up on Thursday? She's like, sure. What kind of material do you want it printed on? I was like, oh yeah, uh, you know, indoor vinyl. She's like, all right, great. Yeah, like, it's like done. Awesome. done. I don't have to worry about it now. It's She's like, awesome. That's like. An hour or two of trouble and work. It's like, great. And then on top of that, doing all the Indiegogo backer stuff, Mm -hmm. which which is like a job on its own. We've already started working on. Mm -hmm. Like, we've already had people in here knocking those out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had the, you mean some of the higher end perks, some of the people who already come to visit. Yeah. And uh, we've already done three three of the game times out of six. We've already done all the podcast Let's Plays for the stream. Blaine and I. What's that? The shorts. Yeah, yes. Blaine and I have shot like five shorts by this at this point, I think, because um, I'm shooting all the RT office shorts with with Blaine. So um, we just have, we don't have, we don't have that much more stuff to do. We're kind of pacing it out because we're getting all that stuff done so quickly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we, you know, still got Strangerhood. <laughs> we still have Stranger. You know, the uh, it all kind of falls in place where this year in a few months is the 10th anniversary of the first season of Strangerhood. Wow. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's this year. Wow. It's 2004 that we did it. That's funny. I was gonna download. I think there's a, a beta test. Of Sims 4 right now. And, and then the Sims 4 is coming out. So. Yeah, I was going to download it. It'd be perfect. I want to be clear. I want to be clear about something. We said we were going to make new episodes of The Strangerhood. 
we did not specify Stranger Hood would be in The Sims. We did not specify that. Mm. So that kind of gives us the ability if, you know, if The Sims 4 doesn't really work for this kind of stuff, we can do like an animated version of it. Or live action. As long as Wade is in there, I'm happy. As long as Wade is in there. You man. Wade's like... 50 now or something <laughs> <laughs> according to the uh, the world of the strangerhood yeah. but uh yeah so those are those are all going really well and uh chelsea got me a really cool thing the other day she got me a um uh infamous 535 t-shirt the group that broke indiegogo with the five dollar one-time pledge and we accidentally sold 535 of them oh uh, yeah they made shirts and i got they gave me one of the shirts or, or she bought one of the shirts from them that's crazy that's really cool yeah so that and that, that, that group, group. were we're like we're really working really hard to like make sure that we have a lot of different options because we realized that if it was going to be one person, we could just coordinate with one person. We really can't coordinate with 535 people. It's like mm-hmm. these are the dates. If you can't come, you need to let us know, and then we'll you know maybe have a date later in the future for something else. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, it, it, it probably is looking like there may be an option to like do something at RTX or something when the date is on the calendar for a long period of time because the way production works is like we won't know that we need somebody here what the date is going to be for a specific shoot until like maybe 3 or 4 weeks maybe 3 or 4 weeks before yeah. we actually line it up yeah and that's we, I, I fully recognize that for a lot of people that's going to be difficult to plan that travel plan time off work plan time off school to get that done but we're working hard to make sure we we do we do some cool stuff yeah. with them so mm-hmm. we'll make it work. We always do that kind of stuff. And when we, you know, something crazy happens, it's like, we'll just roll with it and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you yeah. guys are going to be at PAX this weekend? Yeah. Someone, uh, I, I want to clear something up. Someone on Twitter is asking, are you guys only at PAX on Saturday? No. <laughs> We're there the entire time the event's open. I don't know where that question came from. Well, why now everybody's going to think that. only be at PAX on Saturday? I have no idea. People ask that question all the time. Like, which days are you going to be there? It would like, just be really weird because our panel's on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, fuck that. We're not going to that. We're only going to be there on Saturday. Although that one PAX East, we almost missed our panel. Because Almost our did. flight was canceled. Yeah. We had to drive. That was fun. It we, was we fun. Should, oh, we should almost do that again. We should almost like plan to uh, to fly into New York and then drive up to Boston or like fly into Portland and drive to Seattle. I am shocked that out of everybody who could be saying that, it's you. It was fun. You were not having fun yeah, when we time. were doing that. Because it was stressful because if it was planned out that way, sure, that'd be What fun. about Austin to Seattle? I remember when I met no. you guys in the lobby. You guys just all wandered in like this. I have a photo of you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. You took a picture yeah. when we first walked in. After a whole day ordeal. You guys like shit. It was so it was bad. <laughs> I was so happy we had Papa Gus to help us, though. Yeah, y'all would have been fucked if I hadn't been on that I don't the, know how we would have gotten flight. to Boston. Just wouldn't have made it. But, uh, I mean, probably, right? No. Me and Lindsay are going to Fan Expo. I still yep. don't understand this. I really, Barbara, it makes no sense to me why you guys are going to this thing. Because we don't have a booth. We don't have a booth. And as of right now, they're not we're not scheduled for any events. But nope. you guys are going. So you're basically going to attend a con. They were supposed to schedule us some events, but they never did. Is that frustrating for you as somebody who runs a con? Extremely. How, how but Fan Expo is how big is that? It's pretty big. I think it's a hundred thousand oh, people. Oh wow. It's something like that. Where yeah. is it at? It's, it's in, in Toronto. 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 But I mean we're the thing is we're gonna schedule meetups each day. Um, we'll tweet out where we're going to be and from what time to what time and maybe do some stuff at night as well. So, um, and we'll be there the entire event. So if you're going to fan expo, you will be able to find us at some point. Just follow us on Twitter if you want to know where we are. So attendance in 2012 was 91,000. Yeah. That's 2012 you said? Mm-hmm. That's the most recent, uh, number I can find. Blaine and I had a fan meetup at Disney World a few weeks ago. That was awesome. How many people, How many people showed, showed up? up? 
Uh, it was probably like Dude, you guys, you guys both six belted or seven. out the same question. It was like probably six or seven, and I felt bad because we kept like running from one park to the other over and over and over because the freaking princesses. Um, but they were huge troopers. They just like followed us. Oh, that's nice. I felt really bad because we were just like out of control and all over the place. Do you? I don't but know. It occurs to me that Blaine took photos with all those princesses. I I don't know where those princesses are. Like, if you told me to go take oh. a photo with like five of them, I would never. I would know where to find Blaine them. Has... You'd be like a collectible guide in like a video game. You'd be like, the princess is most well, likely to spawn in this area. Blaine we had six three to where the women are. Three fast passes, and you can only use them. Three times and then you're done. So two out of those three had to be for reserving time for princesses. That's that's where our priorities were. Because you were with Blaine, obviously. Yeah. Gotta make time for the bitches. People on Twitter are asking about Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con. Oh, we'll be there. Uh, we're still working out the details. On, huh? I think it was announced who's going to be there on their site. No? Or no. Brad sent us the info of our panel. Right. I don't know how much of that's public yet. Okay. We're still working on that. That's, uh, that's all. That's all. I'll, I'll safely commit to for now. But we will be there. We will be there. Australia. Yes. We will be there, and we will have a booth, I believe, too. Right. Yes. And a panel. Yes. And we're probably sending people to MCN Expo MCM. in London. Yes. MCM Expo. And it was just. What does MCM stand for? Mm-hmm. Shitty convention. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Kara like that. Joke. Thanks for having us, MCM. But they have uh, some communication problems. Hey, but have you seen Guardians yet? Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I need to. Oh, you do need to. I, man, I went this weekend, and the theater was filled. I went and saw it for the second that, time. That's why I don't want to go it yet. Was, dude, it was absolutely filled. How much they was were the number one movie this weekend. Wait, what? Guardians was the number one movie this weekend. And weekend. it was the number one movie this weekend. And you know what did not have a good weekend was Sin City 2. That movie made $7 million at the box office. That movie, I don't know if their marketing hasn't been there for this or what, but I've heard nothing about Sin City 2. I've seen commercials. I've seen maybe one or two ads for it. But usually with a movie like that, you see it everywhere. You see billboards, you see radio yep. commercials, you see things on You see TV. radio commercials. Yeah. Here, radio commercials. That's how Sorry. good it is. You see them, you visualize it. Well, it's crazy. It's just, it's been so long since the first one. It you has. know, so it's it's tough. You lose out on that sequel anticipation. So I think that's what, you know, really, really hurt them. Man, let's be cops. <laughs> Had a budget of $17 million. It's made $45 million. Wow. Yep. That's a, that's a great hit for whoever made that movie but yeah guardians was number one again with so slow weekend 17 million it's weird because guardians fell way off on the second weekend and then it came back up word of mouth man yeah i think the same thing happened with hangover didn't it? expendables threes only made 27 million how much did it cost to make it doesn't say i remember they wanted bruce Total? willis for that movie and he wanted a million dollars a day if i recall correctly a he, day he wanted three million dollars for a three-day shoot if i recall correctly i think it was bruce willis and I think that's what it was. But it was like – it was laughable. Like they, they – the fact that I know about that is because the other people in the movie were like, can you believe he asked for that? And they were like, yes, yeah, this isn't that kind of movie. So what you're saying is we're going to get him for Laser Team. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Bruce Willis. For, for you never one know. minute. You never know. I mean I would not have assumed that Bruce, a Bruce Willis movie like Sin City 2 could make $2 million. That if Bruce Willis is in a movie – or $7 million – that it would be $30 million, $40 million, just baseline. Yeah. I think it's not the case anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $6.3 million. And it opened in almost 3,000 theaters. 6.3? Yeah. Wow, wow. 6.3. Yeah, there it is. Jeez. I love Box Office Mojo. It is a cool site. I like a site that does one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's like, it does it, that thing. And it does it well. And it's a standard for that thing, and that's what it does. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we all we both like XE. 
and we know the guy that runs it. He's run it since like the dot com era, and he never like sold XE or anything. It's a, it's a currency exchange site. It's like, I still use that site at least once a week. If I want to know what the exchange rate is for this dollar to Australian dollars or British pounds, I just that's where I go. Mm-hmm. I, on my mobile phone, on my desktop, I go to XE.com. That's what I use that for. Now that I'm watching more like English Premier League, I know like I'll, I'll hear like reports of player salaries in pounds I'm like how much is that in dollars so it's like an xc it's like i have like xc open on my ipad or my phone while i'm watching uh, premier league to uh convert pounds to dollars such a nerd <laughs> yeah i encountered a problem with that like all the english premier league games start really early because all the games yeah. are being played in the uk i think typically in austin like the first game starts at like 6 30 a.m so normally what i'll do is if there's a game that's on before i wake up because then it's all on the weekend i'll record it and then when i wake up like i'll go get some coffee and then watch a game I recorded the game I really wanted to see, went to get coffees, waiting for my coffee, checked Twitter. Someone was like, oh, can you believe that game? So-and-so was. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm not going to watch that game well, now. <laughs> I was like, well, come on, man. And <laughs> I just woke up. I haven't had yeah, a chance to see this. It's so terrifying. Like, you just have to avoid all public outlets. And it's so hard. Like, your, your hand starts to shake because you're so used to being a part of, like, you know, checking Twitter or Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, like, same thing with Game of Thrones. Whenever that episode comes, I was like, yeah. I, I can't. I, 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 I have to watch it. Man, I knew today was the first day of school for everyone because uh, my fucking social media feed was filled with pictures of goddamn kids in backpacks. Every other God, post goddamn kids. was a <laughs> picture of a stupid, ugly it. kid and a fucking tacky <laughs> backpack, their toothless smile. Getting ready to go to school. Here's what I don't get. Time for school. Like, I understand a lot of my friends who don't have made the choice to not have kids. And you're one of them. You've made a choice to have not have kids. You're going to have dogs instead, mm-hmm. apparently. And, and prune my rose bushes. And prune your rose bushes. <laughs> you are literally an old man. Just move to Miami, <laughs> raise your steering wheel up, and you're done. The, uh, but one of the things I understand is they, they seem to like legitimately like – they want planes with no kids. Yeah. They don't want kids to be part of the world. Yeah. But you were a kid at one point. Yeah. So? So you just like, that's it. You just hate kids. That's all there is to it. I get it. I don't hate them. I don't hate them. I just don't want to see them. <laughs> I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's different. I don't, want, I don't want to be bothered. There's by a them. Facebook app that will change cats. In, or, uh, it used to. I don't know if it still works. It was cats on, or what is it? Babies it, and it was on baby.me. Uh-huh. It's just something, anything, I think. That you picked. Hot chicks and bikinis or something like that? Yeah. 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 Which would be creepy. Really? Based off the captions of them, I'm sure. I don't, you didn't even see that. Like, you just replaced the whole post. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, it was revolutionary. Oh, I thought it just put the head. <laughs> no. I was like, wow. that would freak me out. <laughs> the picture's totally like, better. Those Gatorade commercials where, like, Kevin Garnett, they had, like, the huge head and the kid bodies. Gus found something out. that he sent to me, which is the oh, most God. upsetting thing I've ever seen. What is it? Of course, Ice Bucket Challenge, huge, going around everywhere on the internet, everywhere on social media. Gus found a Halloween costume, which was the Ice Bucket Challenge Halloween costume. And it's like a bucket that has this plastic coating with like little pieces of fake ice that go down all around. So it's like a commercially made costume? It's a costume. It's $40. That's fucking brilliant. It is the most upsetting thing. They're smart. Who's going to buy that? Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. If anybody I know buys that, I'm not friends with you anymore. I've decided. <laughs> Barbara has put the the. That's my limit. Why? Why are you at the point now where you're sick of the ice bucket challenge? No, I get it. It's 
I'm not sick of it or anything. It's okay. But the fact listen, that there is a costume. Listen, it's totally okay to say you're sick of it. It's, it. It is okay. I mean, it's like I'm asking you if you're sick of it. Oh, there it is. That's it. <laughs> that's awful. That's terrible. That's really that's, awful. That's forty dollars. It's a dude holding a bucket over his head. That would be the most tiresome it's a dude costume ever. a bucket over his head, and he has an ice tray in his other hand. Like what? at least in make case it... you didn't know what it was. It looks like he, it looks like he's in a butterfly net with butterflies inside of it. It's nothing like he would have to explain to you all day that he's in the in the ice bucket challenge. Now, Barbara. I, I fully recognize that the people who are like, oh, the Ice Bucket Challenge is awful, they're, they're just being assholes. They're just being assholes. They're just being assholes. I'm asking you, though. It's totally, it's totally okay to say, if somebody asks you, it's like in a discussion, that yes, it has reached a certain zeitgeist where let's, let's all recognize that the, the promotion for the charity is now being outweighed by the individual promotion of people doing this for themselves. Yeah, I've just never seen something like this catch on as much as it has it's incredible it's awesome like all my friends on facebook are doing it and usually i never see any social media activity from these people and all of a sudden these people i haven't seen in 10 12 years i'm seeing videos of them pouring ice on their head and it's like i don't understand how this has gotten so big it's great but yeah i i think it's at the point now where it's like all right yeah what's amazing to me is i saw like I've, i've seen like relatives of mine who i was convinced didn't know how to use the internet same thing with me it was like Wow. Okay. I mean, this has yeah. really like reached out to like everyone. I've also realized through this of how many of my friends don't understand how to film a fucking video with an iPhone because they're all yeah. Vertical. But at the same point, look how easy it is for everybody to record, edit, and post a video online now. Distribute your own video. Yep. And we don't even think about that part of it, but everybody's doing it. Everyone's like, I just made a video and put it up online. Like Two that's seconds. a thing that's just totally normal. Yeah. That's the future. Make 1985, you would not have got that. No way. No way. You'd have, like, send it into, like, Publishers Clearinghouse <laughs> or something. I mean, if you wanted your, your videotape back, you'd have to include a 250, uh, 250 supposed stitch and a self-addressed stamped envelope. Well, it would, like, fade and end if there wasn't the challenge at the end. Basically, it just – it never ends because someone's always going to challenge someone else who hasn't done it. It's yeah. just, like, a wave that goes on forever. So that's the tough thing. It's but just I also like, the people who go over the top with this stuff, like Charlie Sheen, it's like – I appreciate everybody who does it because they're all raising awareness. But even like the money thing, it's like I'm donating the money. It's like, okay, that's that's great too. But it's like still like – it's like this like swirling like it's at, – at some point you're like, okay, it, this has been really, really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, let's all donate money and, and all realize that ALS is a, a really terrible thing. It's like at what point does it like take over our whole lives like Brandon is saying and just keep going and going and going. So well, uh, hold on. Someone on Twitter – uh, Miss underscore Sk- Miss underscore Kitty said, "Taking bets until the sexy ice bucket challenge Halloween costume." <laughs> oh, I mean, someone's gonna buy that and wear a bikini under it. Absolutely. There's already been sexy ice bucket challenges. Yeah, there's a girl who had. Like, I've seen t- naked ones. Tape over her boobs. I saw mm-hmm. that. There's, a, I think, a porn star that did it nude. The ch- I watched that one. And not many dudes that do the naked one. ice bucket challenge. <laughs> Shrinkage. <laughs> Charlie Sheen. I don't know. We talked about the second part of his video. He challenged. His former boss that fired him, yeah, as Chuck well as Lurie. like the and guy Ashton who took Kutcher. his job, and then you know, I guess his buddy who's still on the show from uh, Two the, and a Half Men. John the best was the the Mega sixty four one though. What they do? Oh my god! It was you like super over the top Mega sixty four style. No, which is like graphics on the screen. Dinosaurs. My favorite part of that video is when they put ALS well that ends well, so it's all's well that ends well. No, my favorite part is when Rocco calls out Casey Anthony. Oh, <laughs> I like when uh, Derek calls out Oprah. <laughs> It's, a, <laughs> it's typical Mega 64 stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Ed Robertson, who we challenged, I thought had a 
great video. I don't know if you guys saw it. His flip. <coughs> yeah. All like one shot. Grab the GoPro flip. It was fun. Mm-hmm. No. How was it amazed by Carrie diving into that? Oh, for the Achievement Hunter Yeah, one? that uh, trash can. I was amazed by it. I was amazed by his stupidity. I thought he was... I know. I'm still waiting for the person who gets crippled. Because have you seen all the fail videos yeah. where like mm-hmm. they have like a garbage pail, a plastic garbage pail filled with water. Dumb. And they try to dump it off a balcony and they drop a pail filled with 50 gallons of water on somebody's head. People don't understand the weight of water. It's enormously heavy. Yeah. Enormously heavy. I was wondering what it's like. I always wanted to drive like a semi... Uh, one of semis that have like non-potable water in it, but just, mm-hmm. just carrying either fuel or carrying liquid. It always seems like when you hit the brakes, that would be the weirdest experience of being in a car where it's half of it or more than half of the weight is shifting. water shifting around, and that would be the weirdest thing. Yeah, I'm sure they have like baffling tanks in there and stuff, but that would be God. That'd be so weird feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I agree. but um, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for someone to die from that challenge. The fascinating oh. thing to me about when anything like this comes up, and this is always fascinating to me, is where do things start? I, I'm utterly fascinated by that with memes. Like somebody drew the troll face. Who's that dude? Yeah, yeah. where is that guy going? I drew that. I here's my original image. I drew this thing, and like pinpoint like where this thing started. And I'm always fascinated by that. Cool story, bro. What's that? Cool story, bro. Like, who's yeah, the first one? Come fuck yourself, Brandon. As an example. Well, like, we met um, Scumbag Steve. He came to our South by Southwest party a couple of years ago. Yeah. And it's like, what is it like to be that person? But even that's the guy in the photo. Who's the guy that made the Scumbag Steve post? Like, yeah. who's the guy? Is it his friend? Yeah. Is it the guy who saw it on Facebook? Who's the guy, like, I need an image, uh, Scumbag Dude uh, Bedroom? What or, if like, it's all one like, guy? found him and then saved it and then wrote the text on it There's and like, made the meme. There's like one guy in a basement, and he's like the one who's created like Doing all, all memes. Of them. Maybe yeah. his last name is Meme. <laughs> Blew your own mind. No, no. <laughs> we're not giving you that one, do Barbara. You, do you guys know how the ALS uh, Ice Bucket Challenge started? No idea. Okay, so this is the story I read. Read, and I actually read a couple different ones. But there was a, a golf pro, I think like semi pro guy, and he challenged his caddy. He did it, and then said, "I'm going to challenge you to do it as well." That was it. Just dumping ice water on his head. That guy Before did ALS? it. No, no. That guy did it, and then challenged uh, the swing coach, the, the the person who coaches that guy on his swing on his golf swing. The swing coach did it, ch- passed it along to I think three other people as well. And at that point, one of the people he was passing it to had someone in their life with ALS, and so he said, "And I'm also going to donate ten dollars to ALS as part of it." That was the moment. From that point on. When it became an entire ALS thing, and everybody just continued so, it. ALS, like ALS, is just sitting there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even develop the idea. They're like, and they must have like seen like a thing here or there. And like, we got like four hundred dollars in donations more than usual yesterday, or like four thousand. Really? What was that? And then the next day, it must have been like thirty thousand more. And I, I think it's now up to eight million dollars. No, I think oh. it's almost fifteen. Oh, fifteen million! Wow. No, I think it's way more. It's isn't it over fifty. Yeah, it's yeah. Like eighty million. million? Yeah. just said. And then all these people saying, like, oh, this, there's no point to this. No, there's no point. It's like, did you know what ALS was before you saw this Ice Bucket Challenge? Probably yeah. not. Just saying. Yeah, I think just people want to complain about how things aren't cool. Yeah, they don't They're not cool. It's popular. just like, you know what? At the point in time that you're raising $10, much less $80 million for diseases that – where's the, that money doesn't come from anywhere it, else. It just makes me so mad, these kids complaining or whoever is complaining at home. You're sitting on your computer typing up this comment. You're not doing anything about it. Yeah. And you're calling yeah. us out. Yeah. Someone just <laughs> tweeted, the co-creator of the Ice Bucket Challenge 
also died of drowning after getting in an accident. That sounds like an urban legend yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> that just, it might have happened, but that just smacks of urban legend. So yeah, there is $80 million, and during the same period last year, they had raised $2.5 So that is – it's like Whoa. just thinking about aside from how awesome – like uh, waterboarding himself. Just thinking how about how awesome the charity is and what everyone's doing, just this like phenomenon of these people sitting there that it's their job to raise money for this cause – um, at this particular organization that raises money to help fight ALS, that's their job to do it. They're thinking, how are we going to make our goals? How are we going to do that? And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, this thing happens and completely takes over everything. Yeah, it's Gosh, ridiculous. You wonder if there's one guy there who's trying to take credit. You're like, oh, that was me, guys. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was really hot one day. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just pa- Dave here. It's got to be Dave meme. Dave meme. Dave <laughs> no, somebody somebody did post on Twitter who uh, created the troll face. Apparently, it's a deviant art uh, profile the guy has, and it was like his avatar, or, or I guess he just drew it. Yeah, so th- I'm also reading the same thing that that there's a there's a I believe uh, is it a hockey player or a baseball player named Pete Freights that that's the origin of it as well. I've read those two different stories, but I definitely read the story of the golf pro way before. The story of uh, Pete Freights starting to get out there. Pete Freights is a baseball player, young guy, suffering from ALS. It's it's definitely worth it to go check out his story to see exactly what this disease does to people. You know, and Matt said when we did the Rooster Teeth uh, Ice Bucket Challenge, he said you know his dad is currently suffering from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father's uh, sister, uh, my aunt Daryl, died of ALS. I, it, we didn't even call it ALS then; we called it Lou Gehrig's disease, mm-hmm. uh, and she died from that as well. And so it's like it's a it's a terrible thing. It's a really really terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is one of those things. It's like I'm glad we're raising awareness of it and that people are donating money to hopefully find a cure for it. Uh, but it is one of those things. It's like awareness is an interesting thing. Um, and I don't want to take away from it, but awareness is one of those things that hopefully drives people to action of things they can do. And the unfortunate thing about ALS is, is, is a, it's a neurological uh, genetic disorder, and there's not really a lot you can do except you know, help people who are suffering from it and you know, support the cause by donating as well. But mm-hmm. it's like sometimes things like awareness for like AIDS awareness where people can have an action to protect themselves and lives, this doesn't really exist in this case, which mm-hmm. is kind of a, a sad fact of all this. Maybe uh, with enough awareness, something can be developed to, uh, to help combat it. Yeah, or at least prevent it. Right. It's know, like at that point, it, be, it, it would have to be something in. like gene therapy or some future stuff. I remember a few years ago, there was the big Live Aid concert around the world. Someone told us, hey, by the Ice Bucket Challenge isn't new. Uh, it, sports coaches do it a lot. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Thanks wow. you for that. <laughs> uh, Live Aid a few years ago. Stop watching the podcast. Go read a fucking book. How about that? <laughs> Get off the fucking internet, asshole. They... <laughs> God damn, sorry. <laughs> so Live Aid? Yeah, they didn't charge any money for, for tickets to the show. They could have charged a ton of money to get into all these concerts they were having around the world, the biggest musical acts, and donated all that money. But they said, no, we're going to do it free to raise awareness for like world hunger. And it's like these are things that people already know about. A lot of people don't know much about ALS beyond like what Bernie was saying, Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, or the fact that it's called Lou Gehrig's disease, and maybe they've seen that video. But – that seemed like such a waste of an opportunity and so self-serving. What was Live what do you Aid? You remember it was like that big concert series around the world like mm-hmm. five or six years ago. They didn't charge any money. No money went donating to anything. They were just raise awareness, but they were raising awareness for something that already existed. That was People like the Bono charity World too. Hunger. Huh? That was like the Bono yeah. charity. Too. Project yeah, Red. Yeah, Project Red. Where it's like they raised all this money. It's like, well, how much have they given to fighting the disease? It's like, well, nothing. It's just to raise awareness. They've donated like... 
I'm, it was a phenomenal amount of money that had raised, percentage. and a tiny percentage that had been actually donated. It's like well, that's not the purpose of the organization; it's to raise awareness. You're like, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you knew that. Come on, people yeah. are hungry, guys. That's, that's not a Bono. Yeah, I, I, I figured you were trying to do a Bono uh, thing there, but didn't come across. I was like, brain execute. That's great. Uh, Engage. All right. Well, it's it's about time to wrap things up. I was trying to look up. So he's yeah. not an urban legend. Supposedly, one of the co-creators of the Ice Bucket Challenge uh, died in a diving accident. Diving. That's a very sad thing. There's water in that. I uh, listen. I was, you know, I I was a person who uh, was hurt. The one bone I've broken in my life was in a diving accident. I thought you jumped in, like, pencil dive. Well, but I don't mean literally diving. I oh. I jumped into water. That's the <laughs> I thought accident. you meant like. Well, I'm sure that's what he did, unless he was scuba diving, and that's what they mean by diving accident. But no, that's what it is. I did. I'm sure it was the same kind of thing. I'm not sure of anything. But a diving accident means something. He hit something while diving. I would think. I would think that's what. What did you hit? I oh man, I try. I jumped in water at night that I couldn't see in, and I I jumped in. I was fine. Got out. A bunch of other people jumped in, so I jumped to the left of them, and we had all jumped right between these two. It's Houston. I, I landed on an eight-foot diameter drainage pipe that was this far below the water. I, like, bounced off of this thing, and I broke my left ankle. <laughs> was Sucked. It, was it better not knowing that was there, or would it have – or would you rather to know this is coming to be like, oh, this is this is not going to go well for burning? I had no idea what happened. It's one of those things where you get in an accident, you hurt yourself, and you're just like you have no clue what's happening. I thought I just sprained my ankle. I'm just glad I didn't fight. If I dove in, my life would be completely different if I was still alive. Yeah, you would have – yeah. Been paralyzed probably. I don't want to think about it. Don't, I don't like think it was one of the things is like I get like a physical reaction thinking about how dumb that thing I did was. I was yeah. like seventeen years old. I just graduated high school. So stupid. All's well that ends well. Just yeah. like just like this podcast. <laughs> All right. Where are we gonna go for dinner? You know what to drink with us? Where are you going? I moved. I don't live on the east side Draft anymore. Draft horse. All right. Should I leave if you guys are having a conversation about hanging out? Well, thanks yeah. for watching, Obviously. everyone. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with an episode of Screenplay. Wednesday with an episode of The Patch. And next Monday with a special Labor Day episode of the Arcade Goodbye, Podcast. Goodbye. Come see us at Pax and Fanex. Everybody. Or don't. I mean, we're at the bottom. Thanks here. for listening. Love you. To the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Podcast, cock and doodle tuning in, so how about you? Gus, 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 gus. Gus, 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 gus. He's so funny and he's got class. If you don't think so, then you can kiss his shingles. Bernie and Barbara, and sometimes you have them too. They're okay, but Gus is the one that's right for you. Mr. Keith.